welcome to the Truth Serum Podcast. I am your host, Marcos Enrique Palacios, aka Cosign. And to all of you that connect with me via social media, uh, I see you and I appreciate you. Uh, you have been a huge part of the push that has allowed us, myself, of course, and my team to get through album release week. Um, all your messages, your comments, your text messages, even if I don't reply, I, I see them and I am so grateful. I am walking and moving in the spirit of gratitude right now. Uh, and, and I just appreciate that. With that being said, uh, the first song off of my project, because this is a seven episode series, every episode being a track title. So numero uno is this right here. And the first episode, I mean, first track title is called Hello World. Uh, and, and, and just before I get into that, I would like to acknowledge our guest here. This young brother right here, man. Young Fire is his name. I have to give you the story behind how I met this man. And it's interesting because when you speak the language of music, you can hear and understand someone through their sonics. And so I was minding my business at Atlantic, uh, trying to get on this Cardi B project, listening to some records. And as I'm listening to these records, I'm like, yo, so who produced that one? And you're like, oh yeah, that's Young Fire. I'm like, okay, play another song. Dang, well who wrote that? Oh yeah, that's Young Fire and uh, Young Fire and Trinidad James. I'm like, oh, so Trinidad, oh. And next thing you know, how, how, how luck has it, this young brother walks in the room right after I get this kind of mini Young Fire concert. And, and it's crazy because I said to myself, I got to find this guy. And you walked in, and from that day, since that day, I pretty much have talked to this man every week, at least every other week since the day. Yeah, for sure. So um, you might know him, of course, from working with Chris Brown, T-Pain, uh, Britney Spears, Jaden Smith. Um, or you might use his sounds because he is the owner of the company Audio Box. Hey. Uh, I know I swear by the sounds in my in my production bless, bless. In, in my times they are go-to sounds uh, ladies and gentlemen please let us let us welcome brother young fire Woo-hoo. to the true serum podcast Woo-hoo. that was a hell of an introduction I, I told you I was gonna bring you out oh yeah you brought me out you brought I told you I was out. gonna bring you out how I'm you out. feeling today man I'm feeling great man how are you feeling brother oh man I'm wonderful I'm wonderful uh mm. Give the people a, you know, a quick uh, synopsis of your journey, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. where you from, and uh, and how you got here, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, for those that don't know, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, so very Woo! very random uh, Midwestern place. Yeah, you're definitely my only partner from Iowa. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much always that way. Yeah, nobody, don't nobody, nobody, uh, somebody black from Iowa especially. It's, right, right, it's, right, 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 right. It's a, it's a rare thing, but... Um, yeah, I started my journey there, man, and uh, I started making beats in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I started beat battling really young, and uh, I gained attention online. And somebody that was a friend of T-Pain uh, named Young Cash heard my beats, and he played in for Pain, and I got signed to, like, I think, like, 20, something like that, and uh, moved to Atlanta. Mm. And then I was living in Atlanta for a while, 
and then that environment got a little toxic out there and i decided to move to la so i've been mm. in la since 2013 and that's probably been like the most home out of all of these things you know out here, right. I started to really build my own thing. That's when I got with the Britney Spears, the Jaden Smith thing, and I kind of diversified out of the uh, R&B rap stuff so much. You know what I mean? So, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, let's just talk about traveling real quick. Because mm-hmm. you say from Iowa mm-hmm. to Atlanta mm-hmm. to L.A. Yeah. And so I remember when we were in the studio with Swiss, mm-hmm. and the question that we had with Brother Swizzy was how – how the longevity sir yeah you know Facts. and his answer to that was travel mm-hmm. so as i'm listening to you say your story iowa atlanta mm-hmm. la talk to me about how moving around in these different states has uh, contributed to your success oh that's a wonderful question yeah i mean coming from iowa i think while it's obviously a weird start it it was really helpful for somebody like me who was highly creative and i probably could have got into anything if i was in la or somewhere else like who knows what I would have got into but mm-hmm. in Iowa it was boring what nothing to do except drugs or some type of hobby and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying drugs so, or a hobby yeah what are literally you know what I mean? so, <laughs> so Iowa was good man you know and it also exposed me to a, hell, a lot of music like it's, it's right. very Caucasian you know as right, you can imagine right. as you can imagine it's extremely Caucasian so yeah stay in real quick because <laughs> I always say as a musician you are who you study right for sure for so sure. um who are some of our uh, Caucasian brothers or Anglo, <laughs> Anglo-Saxon brothers that you've uh, studied that you feel like you've drawn some inspiration from being, you know, um, Ohio, uh, Iowa? Tons, man. I mean, our radio was was pop radio. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We had urban songs that made it through, but if they did, they were smashes. You know right, what I'm right. saying? It wasn't like you didn't get all the niche, like Atlanta music. Mm-hmm. You had to really search for that, especially mm-hmm. before the internet. But, um, you know, influences... I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. It was so much. It was all, it was all pop music. So anything from rock, we got Slipknot from there, like full, really, really rock, rock music, to the pop stuff, Mariah Carey and you know Michael Jackson, of course, and all that other stuff. But yeah, Iowa was like a melting pot of sounds for sure. Yo, it's so crazy. <clears throat> I got this playlist in Spotify called White Is Right Joints. Duh. Right. <laughs> so I got John Mayer, Maroon oh, yeah. Five, Sarah Bareilles. Grace and Chance, Coldplay, Paramore, wow. Script, <laughs> Nirvana. Some jams in there. Oh, there's some jams in there. <laughs> you know, and jams. I feel like that came from just playing rock band. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. rock band was my shit, and it just really turned me on to all these songs that didn't make it to the hood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, from mm-hmm. playing this video game, you know? So, uh, now that's, just, that's interesting with the yeah. Iowa. So then, so you got that from, from, from Iowa, what did you get from spending time in the A? Oh, Atlanta Sonic. is sauce. So, you know, sauce became part of my being. You know what I'm saying? Like, Atlanta, Atlanta is Atlanta, sauce. It is literally so sauce. So, sauce bro. became part of my being. That's a fact, bro. Like, Church. You have no choice. You're there. You're in the sauce. You know, coming from Iowa was the best thing ever, man. I, I never saw a black success, man. Atlanta's full of black success. You man, know what I'm saying? Yo. So, it was like I went from seeing suburbs full of white folks to suburbs full of black folks. And that was like mind blowing, you know, I was like, it, wow. It's, it's crazy because, well, you know, you know, me spending time in Atlanta mm-hmm. and shooting this show uh, that I can't speak on just yeah. yet that you know about, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and spending a month, you know, in Atlanta mm-hmm. and then coming back 
And the first song that I made oh, through yeah. my research from Atlanta, mm. you said, hey, this is my favorite joint from you thus far. You know what I mean? Shout out Lady quick. London. Shout out, because that was <laughs> so quick, right off the trip, right into Hitsville. I mean, that thing is so special, bro. But you can feel it. It's literally what's, Atlanta is what's happening. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Like, that, what's happening? That's so crazy. And to the producers and songwriters that are going to tap in mm. uh, to this show, Literally, I went and spent a month in Atlanta, and the first song I made when I came back mm-hmm. is arguably the best song I made in like the last six months. It's so good. You know what I'm saying? So good. And that's and that's scary because I just released my album, and I'm <laughs> my album is hard too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is this is the cosign producer bag and For that sure. urgency bag. You know yes. what I'm saying? And so. Yeah. I just appreciate you, you know, speaking kindly on the record like oh, no, that. For sure. As soon as I heard it, it reminded me of the coast, that urgent coast. I said that. I feel like I said that. That's like, that's that coast. That's that coast coast right there. Look out. Man, Shit bro. Shit different. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all be on the look, on, look out on that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a little bit of lightning in the bottle. Lady London. Can't even tell you the title yet. No, hell no. Uh, I keep that one tight. Back to the title of this episode. Hello, world. Yeah. Right? It's the title track. Um, of the album, first song of the album, intro to the album, no drums, mm-hmm. and it is my mentality. Also, before I even go too far into that, I just want to just put it out there that you are a producer on my album as well. Yeah, and you yeah. produced on Transparency mm-hmm. featuring Jeremiah, mm-hmm. and you also produced on Put It On Me, which yes, is written sir. by Diane Warren, the goat of the goats. goat. Yes. So yeah. So like, let's just. I just want to put that out here to the viewers as well. You know, this man. You you have to find him and you have to work with him if you can. If you have the budget for it, you know what I mean. Like, if you if you're thinking about buying a house, chill on the house. Work with fire. Get you a classic album that'll let you buy the house. You know what I mean. Bigger house. A bigger house. There we go. There we go. So yeah. So now that we got that out the way. I still wanted to talk to you about the mentality um, of Hello World, which is good and it's a great segue as we're talking about location because this is my mentality upon arriving to LA. I remember Mm -hmm. seeing the palm trees, smelling the air, riding through the city, riding down that PCH Mm -hmm. and saying, oh, this is why they was calling me Hollywood. Because I had never been, you know what I'm saying? But growing up, you know, from Grammar school, kindergarten, Hollywood Coast, man. Holly, hey, hey, Hollywood, man, you Mr. Hollywood. And like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. Now as I'm riding through, so Hello World is me riding and speaking from that mentality. You know, I'm open to this new life. I'm open to these new opportunities. I'm open to these bad chicks that are out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because this was, sheesh, my first time out here, 2005. Lot of the mercy. Lot of the mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel when you first stepped off the plane and it was hello world? Because LA is the hub. Oh yeah. It's the hub. So if oh, you yeah. cracking in LA. Yeah, you it, you it. You're it's around like, the world. I always I always thought like high, I always um like created this analogy to where music is like high school mm-hmm. and Atlanta always felt like that junior like sophomore year and LA felt like the senior. Like right. if I'm winning in this year, I'm good. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? This is the mm-hmm. highest ring. Like the the best of the best are out here, and if you're successful, then you win. So I appreciated Sheesh. the pressure, 
the pressure, like Atlanta, while it had a little bit more pressure than Iowa, because obviously a little bit more expensive, a little bit mm. more pressure, um, generally L.A. is like, hey, listen, we're not playing with you. That rent is $3,000 a Let's month. Let's get into okay? it. Okay. Let's get into that it. That gas is finna kick your ass, all right? Woo! You're going everywhere, all right? <laughs> oh, you want a studio too, sir? Yeah, that's going to run you about two racks a month as well. So I feel like yeah. we're putting somebody that's yeah. ready to move to L.A. is putting a budget together right yeah. now. And you're yeah. helping them with their budget. Because the first thing we got to think about is how that gas is going to kick your ass. Oh, for sure. I didn't definitely, I'm filling up two times a week, sometimes three times a mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And a, a tank is $80. That's an $80 holler, fam. Oh, yes, sir. Come on, Tesla. Let's leave it. Let's not get into food. We got to get food. Ugh. Studio rental. You gotta, you gotta hang out with your friends. You gotta treat people sometimes. You know. You gotta I mean? take people out yeah. and schmooze, little yeah. wine and dine. Yeah. Honestly, though, for me, I, I appreciate the pressure, man. I think, um, you know, like, you only gonna do as good as your environment. If your environment is 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 like in Iowa, like I was doing the best I could do while I was there. That's it. That's I couldn't mm. go no higher. That's why mm. I got up out of there. Mm-hmm. Same thing in Atlanta. Like I was doing the best I could do, and then I had to get up out of there. Mm-hmm. And out here, it just put me to a halt. There's really you can keep going as high as you want to go out here. Right, like, right. It's billionaires out here, bro. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm gonna talk about that because I feel like part of the reason why I am planted in LA mm-hmm. is for moments like this mm-hmm. you know like is my album what my album is if we don't meet each other and collaborate mm. no it's not bro mm. I can definitely say that no it's not mm. and I think that people sometimes sleep on the importance of collaboration oh for sure you know what I'm saying for sure my first book that I read that was my cheat code to production Quincy Jones autobiography mm. And his approach to every album were the musicians. He would just list what musicians that he mm. was going to call to work on Sinatra, to work on Michael Jackson, to work on his own stuff, to work on The Wiz. Wow. You know what so I'm saying? Because as a producer, you know what I mean? And think about somebody like a Puff. Who did he call? The Hitman. Facts. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so collaboration just in general you know mm. what i mean is is so important i mean we do know that working alone is important right so you think about the princes of the world yeah that you know you just leave them in a the room and watch out mm-hmm. you know you think about pharrell right you know in a song like happy or something like that where mm. you just leave that man alone let him do his and thing. um yeah and even some of my own songs on, on my own album you know mm-hmm. um there are certain things that you do have to face alone but the thing about it is that time that you spend alone growing. Right. When you go back into collaboration mode, you have more to give. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's facts. That's facts. You got to spend a lot of time alone. I, I appreciate producing alone. I produce mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff in my career alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did learn about collaboration more when I got to LA. It's mm-hmm. like it's more set up for for collaboration. Everybody's here. You can walk into into uh, I don't know to the mall and run into somebody. You got a session. With some, I literally connected with a couple of A and R's just out, like, "Hey, right. what's up? Oh yeah, we working on this." And boom, all of a sudden, you end up. That literally can't happen anywhere else. You could be at lunch and see somebody. Depending on how bold you are, if you got the mouth, you can make anything happen. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So L. A. is just prime, prime for that. Man. Yeah, I feel like in Chicago, at least coming up back back then, you know, you could you would meet somebody, 
that know somebody who knows somebody. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. LA, you at the grocery store, and there go that somebody. Right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> right there live. You know like, what is mean? you really about it? Let's go. Man, you throw a mango yeah. at the head, you on TMZ. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Just, nah, dead ass, though. I love it. You are live. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that's one thing that um kind of keeps me rooted is, is the people I, I feel like I'm, I've, built somewhat of a music family here mm-hmm. you know what i mean some of your favorite collaborators uh i know you're gonna go straight to trinidad oh, James. For sure. that's it uh, day, that's and, my and, brother. and talk about that genius of a brother for a second man because i feel like people they might think go all the gold everything they might see the elaborate hair <laughs> and not really understand that this man yeah i mean man he's, a, he's, he's an incredible human being i think what's to be really highlighted is his character Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think the reason why he's had the longevity that he's had is because he is a solid man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before mm-hmm. everything else, he's a solid-ass man. He th- he's going to do what he says he's going to do. He's not going to overextend and say he's going to do something he can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just out the gate. But then from a talent perspective, it's just out of this world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He sees mm-hmm. things in a different, in a different light. Um, he has an ability to take the complex and make it extremely simple, which I think is the opposite for a lot of songwriters. They, they, they make stuff complex when it needs to be simple. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why he, he works for a lot of artists. And, mm. you know, and him being a songwriter is, is powerful because he's been an artist, you know what I'm saying? He, he knows exactly how artists feel. So mm-hmm. he can talk to them about where they are in their career and why the songs we're working on matter, not just that they're hot songs, mm-hmm. but why they're important for your career. Why do you need to do this song right now? Because of how people are looking at you. He's very aware of the all gold stigma and is aware and is happy with it. You know what I'm saying? Like there are people that get never get a chance like that. Well, to see, do that. and that's the thing, right? Because I feel like people try to pour water in the Kool Aid on that, right? Mm-hmm. They try to like say, oh, you know, one hit wonder and throw mm-hmm. stuff like that around. But first of all, that's not even like a, just a hit. That is a nah, yeah. <laughs> That's a playing. smash and a cultural yeah. moment. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, culture is different, man. There are songs that are great and people know it, but there are things that like move the whole world, but like people know what that is. If he plays that anywhere, it goes. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. Um, you know, my thing is you did it once, you could do it again. So, you know, we just be slugging and and, and you know Man, you, you did it once, you could do it again. But the fact that you did it that one time, though, mm-hmm. like, cause I think that people forget how this music stuff works. For you sure. do it one time and get paid for that forever. For sure, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that just, I just feel like people, you know, they sleep on how smash songs like that are miracles, yo. Yeah. They're like miracles because if any of us could <laughs> make a smash like that every day, Facts. we would. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We absolutely would, man. Yeah. Sheesh. For sure. Um, what are some of the keys to navigating the business, man? Just just in, in general. I think it really depends on what your goals are. I think what people don't do with this, with this thing is look at the goals. Mm-hmm. Or they have, like, f- goals that are not really, they're very vague and not specific, and they're not tied to happiness. Mm. They're just tied to something that they believe is... is gonna make you know not really truthfully happy so like for me i've been in this thing so long because i do what makes me happy you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like mm-hmm. i never got to the point where i was tired of music people get frustrated with how this works and they take it out on music and they start hating music and they start having this t- 
terrible relationship with music because they're doing shit they didn't want to do and then they end up getting results they didn't want and then they have to deal with it for me you know it wasn't that it was just like i'm gonna do what i want you know what i'm saying i think the reason why i chose music is because i didn't want to work a job i didn't want to have a boss i didn't want somebody telling me that and the moment that you lose sight of that you're back into having a boss when you get to these labels and they i need this i need that i need it listen I get it. Right. And there are times for that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like when you're dealing with pop records or certain records, you have to really like lock in. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, some of the greatest music was created just off of inspiration, bro. Like I just was inspired to make this. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I make. To me, that's why I'm like so proud of this album mm-hmm. because it feels so incredible to work without a deadline. Right. Yeah. Like put it on me was produced nine different times, bro. Mm. The version that's on the project is number nine, bro. Damn. <laughs> and that's without a boss telling me wow. that it that to do it again. This is yeah. me not getting the reaction that I wanted. It was not until myself, Phil, and you put that final finished gloss mm-hmm. and all let us not forget the mix. Oh yeah, for, for brother Infinity. My brother you know Skimmy. What I'm My brother Skimmy. Brother Skimmy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, bro. And 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 that playing that version of it finally got the reaction. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like, ah, you know what? This is ready. Collaboration, and, man. To your point. And so yeah, so you know, for me, the most liberating part, the most fulfilling part of doing. The Troop Serum Project is knowing that it is a hundred percent labor of love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and also highlighting some of my super friends, mm-hmm. my alien homies like yourself. You know what I mean. Bless, uh, bless. all over all over the project. Bless, man. brother. So, bless. So thank you again. I appreciate you allowing me on that thing, bro. It's personal. Uh, man, mm-hmm. man, bro. That's for the books. So uh, you know, switching gears, man, and really now lifting up the hood to hello world mm-hmm. there's a line in the song that says if she down to bust me down you know what i'ma say and that comes from me being young <laughs> you go you gonna chuckle like that you gonna <laughs> chuckle that comes from me being young dumb and full of fun yeah and uh not respecting myself and just allowing myself to be out there for sure uh my question to you is have you do you have the willpower as a man to tell a woman who's trying to seduce you and trying to she's trying to slide your drawers off fam (laughs) uh you have advice to young brothers on how to say no i mean because because, look bro women are very convincing loaded yeah they're beautiful and in my opinion, it's kind of rare that a woman like steps out and says, hey fam, I want to pull your drawers to the side. But, <laughs> I want to pull your drawers to the side. First of all, you're not pulling my drawers to the side, baby girl. Chill out. <laughs> you gotta chill out. That's not how this is going I'm, I'm trying minute. to wrap your head around the aggression <laughs> yeah, of what's going you, forth yeah. in 2021, man. Yeah. I and mean, so, you know. I'm fully off the market, but listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a very tough thing, especially if you're in your light. I understand and I respect it. But at the end of the day, if it's not 
and it's like goals again it's about what you're trying to do man mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like there's a time for that. if that's your thing then do your thing like mm-hmm. i actually have no i don't feel like you should resist if if that's the way you at you know what i'm saying if that's what your life so, is so i got i got to push back on it a little bit just because looking back over my life nah man i feel like nah man you i got- could have I could have calmed down a bit, bro. For sure. I just mean you take everything. But I feel like, you know, there's a, you won't ever have that part of your life again. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be, you're going to be 50, 60. There's going to be more years of you not doing that. Put it like that. Than doing that. So you got it out. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you made some mistakes. Maybe you didn't. But like, who's to know? Like, who's to know? I don't know, man. That's a, that's a hell of a pick me up. Yeah. Bro. I, I need to hear that word. Bro, man. like, who you knows, know. man? You got a lot of years left, and you know you got your wifey now, and 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 life is is secure, bro. Like, Absolutely. you got that out. Some people never get that out, and then that's why you end up cheating and doing all kinds of wild shit later. So but you know, it just it just doesn't feel good to be mm. a heartbreaker, though. No, certainly. You know what I'm certainly, saying? Certainly. And so, if there's if there's a young brother out there that this conversation can spare him from breaking the heart, it's like. You got. I gotta put it. Put that out there because I feel like my experience and what I've seen in my close circle of wolves from yeah, Chicago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, <laughs> we're all raised by wolves and wolves raising each other. Yeah. Um, brothers did a terrible job of managing expectation. For sure. You know For what sure. I'm saying? So just like how you keep saying, like, man, it's it's all about goals and goal setting. I feel like brothers do a terrible job of that initially 100%. with women as far as establishing what the goals are. Right. And so if brothers can be, you know, just more clearer about what their overall intention is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As painfully honest as as, as, it, as it can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like we sometimes shy away from uncomfortable conversations. Sure. But being grown yeah. is being comfortable with having... Mm-hmm. Just transparent, right? Pun intended with the True Serum album. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to me. Yeah, you, shout, <laughs> shout, shouts to my dog. No, you know no. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yes. I mean, yes. 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 Men should be transparent, should be honest. Um, when I say goals, I don't even mean goals with women. I just mean goals in life. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. trying to be a millionaire, and I got to spend my time a certain way. You got to know that dealing with a lot of women take a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? Like That's the part. You know what I'm saying? Take a lot of time, bro. Like, even part. one woman is a lot of time. But Come multiple on, women, it. bro, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, I mean, if you're not being honest, that's a lot of lying and maintaining. But if you are being honest, that's a lot of emotion. That's a lot of care, a managing of care. And then you still got to handle your career um, and all the stresses and, and things that come with that. So I think that if your goal is to be successful in music, you got to wager everything the same. If you think playing games is wasting time, like video games, then isn't being in a bad relationship that puts you in a bad mood or dealing with people that put you in a negative space or dealing with the drama of lying, isn't that like detrimental to your career more so than a video game? I think because we create out of emotion. It could be like, that could take you out of a funk. Dealing with the wrong woman could take you down a whole crazy path. Like I literally seen niggas lose their whole career off dealing with the wrong other person not woman men you know other way too mm-hmm. so it's like that's that's it's like we we toy around with it but it, it's really serious especially if you mess around and get one of them pregnant or something where it's forever get into it you get know into what i'm saying it. Get so into it's like it. hey listen man yeah now nah, because because the brothers are gonna you know true serum album is for, for for the brothers of course you know the ladies of course too but i got a special place in my heart mm-hmm. for the young brothers that are going to be tuning in mm-hmm. tapping into this and everything that you're saying is gold because 
it could be derailing, bro. A hundred percent. How about you, know you get a number one record, then you got all these girls on you, and then you doing this, you doing that, you knock one up. Depending on your personality, bro, that could take you literally completely out of the game. If she is not, you know, a positive thing, it could be positive. I'm not going to say it's always negative, but if she, chances are it's not going to be positive. It's going to take you off your focus. I mean, I've literally been in, I've been in bad relationships. I remember um, when I had, I got nominated for a Grammy with Lil Wayne, Carter Four. I was in a terrible relationship. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. And that just... I remember getting like the most compliments ever and feeling like you can't, I mean, like in inside, I'm like, yeah, sure. What's up? But I'm terrible. This is ripping my whole shit up. I got 1 million sold in the first week. I'm feeling like shit. That's the one yeah. as a grown man, you yeah. got to hit, you got to hit the bottom of the pool for sure. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And I don't wish that on my homies, right? Mm -hmm. I don't wish that on people, but just understanding how life works, yeah. you know, about, how humble you have to be in order to move up yeah the ladder for sure and the most high will humble you oh yeah oh he doubt. will take your legs it's a sweep the mortal combat is literally a sweep on you your know back. what i'm saying on your back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes he yeah. will take your legs right out you know yeah. what i mean and sure. the crazy part is is it's the best thing that's, that can happen to you for sure it's you all about perspective mean? for sure for sure it's the best thing that can happen mm -hmm. to you uh, you know, me moving back to Chicago, for me, hard reset, and that's where number two on the project change comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, that good humbling, that good sat down where you get that good detox from the industry, oh, from yeah. Hollywood, from all of the things that you're doing that just got you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah my, mine's came in the form of a woman, but uh, <laughs> I didn't get it in that form because I watch niggas do that all the time. Mm -hmm. I watch niggas hit catch the lick and do people wrong and get too mm -hmm. hot and then go back home and I was like I'm not doing that but a woman, that's what I'm saying like there's so many things with this that could take you from here to there it could be a woman it could be it could be yourself it could be bad business it could, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah I think that that's dope that in the same respect that we could talk about the wrong young lady mm -hmm. can derail a man the right young lady can boss you all the oh, way up. Hell yeah. You know nah, what I'm saying? Right after that, I got the right young lady, and then everything got right. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So, yes, sir. Yeah, that changed yeah, everything. Um, I definitely feel the same way. I mm -hmm. feel like uh, my lady is that structure that I need in my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. some of us, you know, uh, if your self-discipline game ain't, all the way on point mm -hmm. then you're gonna need if you're not strong in that area you're gonna need some help there and so to me that self-discipline that structure you know just something as simple as sleeping with the tv off mm -hmm. changed my sleep you know what i'm saying yeah my girl couldn't break that one i'm still i'm still on that you i got, I got to have that tv, TV on man. Yeah, my brain, my brain Sleeping is crazy. Sleeping with the TV off changed so much of my life yo for yeah. real for real you yeah. know so yeah but even out. like your girl gonna be your biggest supporter man like the more you get into this niggas ain't really for you you know what i'm saying like a lot of people ain't for you they don't care if you yeah, win yeah. they actually yeah. they're a little hurt when you win you know what I'm right, saying? Because, right 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 because that your win remind them of they of, of they of they lost mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. especially if it's anything y'all working on 
together. So or or, or, or nearby if it's peer thing. So you know, a woman is a is a gonna always look at you like you the, you the shit. They ain't in this also. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they looking at it like this is a, a superhero thing you're doing, and it's kind of dope. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just to have that energy next to you. Um, and not be by yourself or relying upon these other niggas or man. people to tell you to tell you that you're the man. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. Yeah, it's invaluable having a, 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 a woman next to you, a real woman. And, and, and I feel like uh, just to, and just to put a button on this, right? What the, could you could you imagine being alone during quarantine? Oh my lord! Whew. Uh, insanity. Man. Insanity. I don't know. That would have been real rough. A whole year, that would have been real rough. That would have been really rough. It's me. crazy because cause coming out of this quarantine, the pregnancies, though, that I just keep on seeing on my time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He was man. getting busy. Man, he was definitely getting busy. <laughs> for sure. What much else to do? We're going to get busy in this thing. For sure. I'm talking about knocked up. <laughs> Won't let me out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, getting back into some lyrics, right? Yeah. Hello world. We got where you want to go, baby. We can roll. I don't know. Do we ride the hills? Do I cop a feel? Maybe chill. So, this is the exploration mm-hmm. of Los Angeles, California. If mm-hmm. it comes to catching a nice vibe with a young lady as we're staying in this relationship space, right? Um, there's a young there's a young single brother that's watching this and he just heard about it makes sense for him to be locked in with a young lady. Mm-hmm. But where you want to go, baby, we can roll. I don't know. Do we ride the hills? Like, what are some player things to do with the young lady, not not necessarily play as far as like play, but I mean play as far as you impress her and not saying you gotta break the bank either, right? Cause you gonna say Nobu and Malibu and that is a vibe. That's the, that's the ultimate money. If you wanna do LA, that's the vibe. That's for sure. Nobu and Malibu are right. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But just being that you've been here, being that you, you know, you're an artist, are there any you know, the PCH to me is another go-to. Yeah, PCH go-to. is fire. There's this cool area um, with the little swan boat ride things that's really cool down in Silver Lake. Mm. That's that's a little nook that if you was really on some, that'd be a cool look. Swan boat yeah. ride. It's cool because there's like restaurants, it's hipster, it's vibe, dimly lit, you know what I'm saying? It's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Then it's, of course, it's the, the Grove and, and Americana and all that. Um, what else is like? The, there is this uh, the observation tower is actually a weird place that but that's it, very interesting. The observation. Uh, yeah, tower. there's this thing you can go up to the top of LA. You can like see, you can look through these little things and you can see all over LA. It's really cool. Right. It's interesting. You know what I'm saying? If you're with your, depending on the type of girl you with, mm-hmm. that could be a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the beach is a vibe. Santa Monica. Uh, you know the whole Santa Monica is a vibe. If you're a girl in the high end, we got we got Melrose, we got the whole, you know what I'm saying? It could be, it could be anything. LA is yeah. everything, bro. You want to go to, the, you want to get, you can go Big Bear, you know what I'm saying? Right, trying right. to catch, trying to catch some slopes, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Sure, you can go to out to uh, Joshua Tree if you, if you, you know, for some um, private mm. vibes. Mm-hmm. You and your girl want to do a little acid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, go ahead, go out to uh, Joshua Tree, get make that, that chance to rap, get some shrooms, <laughs> chance you know to shrooms. Come back feeling enlightened, you know what I'm saying? Ready for a Janae Aiko album? For sure, for sure, <laughs> for say? sure. 
<laughs> little, nah, listen, I don't endorse the booger sugar. But, uh, Here you go with the booger sugar, <laughs> I'll endorse man. Anything. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bleep that out. We're going to cut that one out, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, whoa, okay, buddy. Ew. <laughs> On the horse. <laughs> said, a little kick to the ribs. Wait a minute. Oh, man. Oh, uh, oh yeah, no, so that's perfect, man. Some nice date vibes. I'm just thinking about, you know what I mean, after we just gave all these relationship advice, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, damn, you know. Yeah, uh, you can definitely get, there's plenty of places to stay that nigga out here if you want to look like that nigga uh, with a good date. There's plenty of places. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. All right, so, man, it's looking like the world is open back up, brother. Yeah. The world good. is opening back up. My question to you, being the creative mm -hmm. genius that you are, fam. Bless, brother, bless. What are your plans for the rest of the year as the, open, as the world is opening back up? Let me man? tell what you something. Plans? I, am, I want to travel. You want to move got, around? Yeah, I got to get up out of here, man. Um, just creatively, right before the world locked down, me and Trini were just kind of really moving. We did a... Um, we performed at all the Soho houses across the country. So we went to Chicago, Miami, New York, LA, and that was amazing. We went out of the country before that. Like we had just we just was rolling and we actually was doing so much and then it just went to a halt. And mm. so and I haven't really traveled a lot in my career. I was I've been such a workhorse that I've been wherever I'm at is where I'm at. Mm. Unless it's for work. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing no vacation. But now I'm like, dude, I want to just get moving, mm -hmm. experience some things because it helps. And as a songwriter, it's just a whole different thing when you're moving. It's the you need it. You need to move. You need to see other people in their natural environment. You need to see if you want to write ratchet ass records and you're not a ratchet person, you need to be around ratchet ass people. If you want to be writing pop songs, you need to be around pop people. If you want right. to write these kitty songs, you need to get on TikTok. If you want to, you know, write the dance songs, you need to be on there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be in these different places where they are so that I can experience as a creator because I love to create all things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, travel is it. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Time to move around. Time mm -hmm. to move around. Alright, brother, you got any uh, closing comments, thoughts, things you want to leave the people with? This is the inaugural episode inaugural of the episode. Truth Serum Podcast. Now supporting the album that's live everywhere. Everywhere. Go How you it. feeling, man? Closing thoughts, ideas? Um, Closing thoughts. I think uh, everybody should know that you should, you should, I think everybody should be more aware of goals and where you're trying to be. I think I've said that a few times, but I I know you hear it, but I don't think people really hear it. Your goals have to be founded in your happiness. They cannot be founded in someone else's version of what they told you is going to be happy. You got to figure out, you got to do a lot of self-work. You know what I'm saying? You got to meditate. Mm -hmm. for, for my black community, people that are, that are out there that look like us, meditate. They're going to tell you it's weird. It's going to seem a little awkward. But I've been meditating for like 12 years. Mm. Changed my life, mm. my whole life. If there's mm. anything outside of the people that are around me that have helped me, it's probably meditation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Self-reflection. Mm -hmm. That's how I could give to people so much because I spent the time on myself to know who I am mm -hmm. so that when I'm with somebody, I'm giving them all of me. I'm not looking to see how I look or mm -hmm. how you think about me or like what you, am I telling you? You think I'm lying or telling I ain't, right. I don't give a Right. Ass, bro. I did the work, bro. I did the work. Right. I know me. I know in my heart. I know I'm I'm true and I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. If I'm talking to somebody, and I think um that would get you a long way in terms of happiness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, which is the true thing. 
You know, mm. money is a concept we made up and we all decided it was important. But mm. happiness and, and true happiness and joy is like the real the real thing. Yeah, I love I love that you that you said goals because brother CEO Todd, man. Mm-hmm. That's how he start off every yeah. meeting. I feel like that has been burned in my brain. And for me, it's been so crazy because that's something that I was not clear on. Yeah. Like I was just moving. I just yeah. like making music. I'm just moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Goals. I mean, like, we got we we hit our goals. I don't even know how many years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what? But that time that you take to stop, to reassess, to search, to figure out where it is that you are going, especially being on some grown man shit, you know, we plan, you look at five years, 10 years, we got life insurance policies, Mm -hmm. you got your different things in place because, you know, tomorrow ain't promised, you know what I mean? So um, I super appreciate and respect you uh, bringing that goals thing and really harping on that, you know, so that when people are done watching this podcast and it comes to like takeaways yeah. you know that could be something that's just like man you know if that's something that you didn't do this year yeah you know you know because I, I would suggest that people you know you write out 50 life goals 50 right and then pick five that you can accomplish this year mm. you know what i mean like Start big, because some people don't even, you know, and this is something that I've been practicing as far as goal setting. I'll write out 50, and then I'll pull five out of the 50, like kind of somewhat prioritize, like mm-hmm. almost like making an album, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you do your 70, 80 songs to get to your seven, yeah. you know, and then laser lock down on them and knock those out. Right. One thing that came from that was going to Guatemala. Mm. I had never been to Guatemala, and I was trying to really figure that out, you know. Um, and a colleague of mine by the name of Julie Pilot, who is, that's who brought me into Apple Apple Music, she was like, Jay-Z can't say, can't, Jay-Z can't go visit his father's uh, stadium in his country, like, and you have never been, like, you, you're playing with your legacy, yo. Mm. And I'm just like, damn, that's a bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I went, and I, and I know, like, that's what I'm learning about travel. The answer to what I was looking for was in Guatemala. For sure. Me actually seeing my dad in that country, meeting my sisters. My my father had kids over there that I never met. Mm. Meeting my sisters, you know, walking where he walked and seeing where he grew up, grew mm. up at. It's a third world country. It's just, it was intense, yo. Mm. But that came from goal setting. Right. You know what I mean? So, um... I appreciate that, brother. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you being a part of this inaugural episode. Bless. You Bless. know what I mean? Appreciate you having this me, This is a young fire. I am your host, Marcos Enrique Palacios, Palacios. a.k.a. Cosign. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go get that truth serum, you know, and we'll catch you on the next one in a minute.